in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Stewart, and I'm joined by my co-host and wingman, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the new action drama film, Top Gun Maverick. This is a screenplay by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie, and directed by Joseph Kosinski. And this is continuing that great movie from 86 Top Gun, which really uh, was one of the films that put Tom Cruise on the map. This is the continued story of his character 30 years later and uh, seeing what's going on with him now. So, Taylor, we're not going to do spoilers today. We really want people to go out there and really enjoy this on the biggest screen you can, because trust me, the aerial stuff is worth seeing on the big screen. But what is a what is a brief synopsis of Top Gun Maverick? Well, as you said, it's set over 30 years after its predecessor, follows our title character Maverick's return to the U.S. Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instructor Program, also known as Top Gun, where he must confront his past as he trains a group of young fighter pilots. Among them is the son of Maverick's best friend, Goose, who unfortunately, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Top Gun, you shouldn't be here, uh, who unfortunately died while they were in combat. And so really this film is focusing on Maverick as he's kind of still coming to terms with that, as he's kind of, you know, going back and and having to deal with uh, facing his past. And he's, you know, always been this, as he says, a Maverick. He's always just been uh, the hotshot pilot. And now he's got to almost take a backseat role where he's more like, I need to be a teacher. And he just can't let go of the past. Yeah, he's, he's someone that at, at his point in his career should already be a, you know, well-awarded, uh, you know, and higher ranked position in the Navy, uh, even possibly a senator. But he's always retained this position of captain and he's just kind of lived by the seat of his pants. And he's someone's like, this is just what I do. I am who I am. And and so it's it's an interesting kind of passing the torch film where he's still kind of the in the spot where he could be leading the charge, but having to train a new, a new class of hothead, uh, you know, top gun aerialists uh, who really are at the top of their game, but he always was the one to push them to the limit, you know, just as he was when he was first starting off at top gun, he would do things that were not in the book. He would do things that were a little outside of what is considered the normal practice. uh, So that, you know, get the job done because, you know, a lot of they say in this film, it's not the uh, it's not the airplane itself. It's not the jet. It's the pilot. So, and I, I think this 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 film overall takes what was so beloved that film. You know, it's such a cult classic now. Top Gun. We don't get a lot of films really with like jets and like fighters like that. That's not really a big genre. Um, you know, there's definitely plenty of sci-fi movies where we see jets. You know, going in to take down. Godzilla or something like that, but we don't get a lot of like actual dogfight type movies. Most of the war films we have are focused on old war, you know, World War II and, and, and things like or that. Or on so the not... ground level, you yeah, know, exactly. more than uh, in the air. And because of the, of course, you know, now we're looking 30 years later, technology with what they can do with cameras is so much better now, not just from a filming perspective, but what they actually can do with like stuff on the jets. And so what is so cool about this is, Although I think the story itself is very grounded. Some great characters in here. 
little bit of that humor, but again, playing with his own grief of his ex-partner, his ex-partner's son now is in his class and there's a little bit of tension there. Him still trying to find where he belongs. You add on all that on top of these incredible uh, sequences in the sky where they're doing the training stuff or even without giving spoilers, the big grand finale, which is the mission. It's worth ticket price alone. It was my job was dropped the whole time because of how much they can actually film in the air and reading the fact that they filmed over 800 hours of footage in the air total and had to, you know, compile that down to this two hour film. It's, it's, it's an incredible feat. And I got to tell you, Tom Cruise, you know, you and I, Taylor, we're big fans of the cruise. We like the cruise. We love the cruise. Uh, we're, we're, you know, they, they played the new mission impossible trailer before the film on this big screen, which is just awesome to see. We love that franchise, but this character has always had a little bit of that cheeky, you know, he's kind of a, a very serious, dedicated pilot. But he has a little bit of that fun flair to him. Yeah, he's, he's the cocky fly boy. And I, he still had it. He still's got it. And I think it was just a fun, it was fun to see him not have to be so serious. You know, I think we look at someone like Ethan Hunt that, although yeah, there's some humor in the Mission Impossible movies too, gets very serious. I like seeing a little bit where he kind of got to let loose a little bit. But when he is that diehard, needs, needs to get work done, he is very on the mission. And like, it's it's impressive work. I think he did a great performance in this. Yeah, I agree. And speaking of great performances, um, we've got a you know great cast here. I was you know I loved even some very small moments, but we've got Ed Harris here, John Hamm, who plays a major role as the vice admiral, who is the commander of the naval air forces, and he's like not really wanting uh, Maverick. He doesn't like his methods. Um, we also get a new love interest in here. Um, we didn't have Kelly McGillis come back, but we had a new love interest who's a little old flame from his past, Jennifer Connelly, playing as Penelope or Penny as this kind of uh she's a single mom bar owner in the in the town and um we also get the great uh miles teller who uh he has had quite a year already with, with this uh in the offer and he does a great job i mean it's like a spinning image i mean you just had and i know the film very well but you had just watched top gun again to see the spinning image of, of goose's son it was just almost like wow yeah the bits where he you know he'll go out and play the piano just like his dad did the mustache the, the kind of hawaiian shirt over the white t-shirt but, you know, Goose in the first film was such a uh, is someone that is a lot of fun, a lot of and you know brings a little of that comment comedy energy, but had the whole intention of, look, man, I don't want to lose this job uh, you know, or my life. This is for my family. And it was such a pivotal moment in that film where, uh, you know, because of a, a issue with uh, ejecting out of the jet, uh, Goose does die. And of course, that that holds over Maverick for his entire life. He's never let that go. This is 30 years later. So you got to think now he has to face his 36 son. 36 years later, actually. Yeah, yeah wow, 36 yeah. years later. Yeah, you're having to face his son face to face, who he used to sit right next to as a little kid and watch he was his like, dad he was play like, piano. He was like a, becomes like a, he was like a pseudo father, another uncle. Yeah. Oh, so it, I think it was a great bit of a, a drama and intensity and, and see where they could connect and when they couldn't. Uh, and yeah, there's just a lot. Of, I think the new cast had a lot of good young energy. Uh, especially another shout out to uh, Glenn Powell who plays Hangman. He's kind of like the new, kind of like the new Ice. Man. Val Kilmer, yeah, the new Ice Man. He's a very cocky, full of himself, fastest in the group, uh, uh, and was great. And you know, speaking of Val Kilmer, yes, uh, not a spoiler alert because uh, you do see at least an image of him in the trailer, but he does get one scene in this film, and it was uh, for me as a movie fan, knowing the health struggles he's had the last several years and the you know mostly lost major loss of his voice 
they did an impressive way to keep him in the story to keep true to the character with what he has the ability to do. And he did get to talk a little bit and they have these great shots where it's like Tom and him talking. And then they look back and there's a photo of them from the end of the movie where they're all like kind of clapping black and white. And just, yeah. Cause I just rewatched it a few days ago, just reminded me how much like I loved Val Kilmer's work and all of his acting, you know, he's, he was such a gifted and impressive that male physique the the charm and the charisma yeah though he had the he had a different type of cocky charm uh, to him but he was just he was Iceman he was not like the one of his de- defining role and even in his like life but yeah that was beautiful to see that and um to bring that vibe back and I got to go back to the very beginning of this film and throughout I love how it opens up and you feel like you're back in like oh my gosh it, the nostalgia feels are great. Without being too much, we have, we get a little we get Kenny Loggins, we get Harold Faltermeyer, you know, original score. So we get you know the music is great. I also like some of the other music choices, a little more modern choices. We get a little One Republic in there and some other stuff. Um, but Hans Zimmer music, and oh, Hans uh, Zimmer, yeah. yeah, it's but um, oh yeah, it was just beautiful from beginning to end. And I really you know I was I was getting a little teary eyed just to see you know to know the story and and this has definitely been a passion project for Tom Cruise. I mean. I think one of his most identifiable roles and it's great to see him rep- reprises. I would love to see him do another one. Possibly. You know, I think uh, surprisingly uh, for those listening, uh, he's never had an opening weekend past $65 million in his whole career, which seems almost impossible because he's one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. I think this is going to do very well and it's going to uh, just show again why he is got that star power and you know the fact that he does fly these jets like he 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 took the time to train and learn how to do this that's him in the air doing a lot of the stunts uh because the man is uh he's crazy but he's crazy in all the right ways because he's doing it for our entertainment uh there was even a great message in the movie i saw right before it was him you know we've took a lot of time to uh make this movie yeah it was was really nice Well, well the fact that it's been two years this is supposed to come out originally and it's been a with every film because of COVID has been delayed. I, this was well, well worth the wait. Uh, I'm so glad. And and you can see not only in this stuff and yeah, that opening message, he is one of the, the nuttiest people ever, but there's no doubt that he's the most hardest working and the most, um, you know, thankful person in Hollywood that he really does love the hard work that from the crew to the cast production team, you can tell that there's a lot of love there. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think the story was great. The character work, the acting, and of course the, the thing you go to see is all the aerial fighting, the dog fighting, the, the training, all that stuff is just so incredible with the music. And again, a little bit of that eighties flair, keeping on that tradition for me, this sits anywhere between a nine to 10 out of 10. I had a really good time with it. Definitely recommend go seeing on the biggest screen you can because some of those fight scenes are breathtaking. It'll it'll leave your jaws dropped. Yep, I'm gonna go with a solid ten out of ten. I know I haven't given one of those for a while, but this is definitely uh, the opening summer blockbuster. If there was one, this is the summer movie to see. See it as Chris said, the biggest screen possible. I'm so glad they didn't make this go right to streaming. Go out see Top Gun Maverick. You can see it in theaters, and that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. 
Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.